Hebrews chapter 2, we read verses 1 through to 3. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Two, for if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Take note of that verse 3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? We pray that God will bless every soul this morning. Amen. And we pray that by virtue of this message, there shall be revival in every soul. Amen. I was so much encouraged when the DS was making his last statement. And it was a complete summary of what God was targeting. And it could be said to be the objective of what God is uh, giving us this money. He said, and I wrote it down immediately. He said, I wish to encourage everyone that at the end of the message this morning, that you take enough time to pray to ensure you pray through to genuine Christian experiences. To ensure you pray through to genuine Christian experiences. This morning, God is speaking to us on experiential salvation. Experiential salvation and its benefits. If we have enough time, we'll go to the benefits. But if we don't have the time, because time is gone, we talk about the experiential salvation. Experiential salvation. That is something you know, you are sure you have. That is what? Experience. Experiential salvation. Um, he was saying that you pray through to genuine Christian experiences. I'm still referring to what the dear said. That you ensure that you pray through to genuine Christian experiences. Here in the Apostolic Faith Church, we talk of Christian what? Experiences. We talk of Christian experiences. What, what, what brought that word, experiences, into it? It's, it shows that it indicates that you experience it. Not assume that you have, not assume that you are a Christian. Not assume that you have those experiences, but that you actually have it. And that is why they are called Christian experiences. When you are saved here, genuinely, as he said, you know that you are saved. When you are sanctified, you know you are sanctified. When you are baptized of the Holy Spirit, you know you are baptized of the Holy Spirit. I was in my house some years ago when I was at Alakwere. One of the churches nearby said, those who want to be saved, they should come forward now. Then he prayed to them. The loud speaker was echoing everything. After I prayed to them, we are now saved. Those ones, do they have the experience? No. 
the preacher prayed to them, he prayed for them, and he declared them saved. After then he said, those who want to be sanctified. Then he prayed for those ones, he said, you are sanctified. No, we don't have it that way. We thank God for the Apostolic Faith Church. We thank God for this church. We are in the right place. If you have been a searching, 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 like myself, I searched, searched, searched. I did a lot of searching from here to there until God brought me here. So if you are one of a search that has been searching, 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 searching about, don't search again. You have come to the right place where the test and the yearning of your soul shall be satisfied. We have come. We have been satisfied. We have got the right thing. And we are ready to die here. May you also be satisfied here. Don't go about searching again. The lesson, the Sunday school lesson we had this morning was talking about the church, the bride of Christ. The basic credential that one will have to be qualified to be a member of the bride of Christ, the basic is salvation. Without salvation, which is called born again experience, without it, nothing can qualify you to become a bride of Christ. And without it, nothing can qualify you to be, to be able to make the rapture. So if you are a Christian, you say you are a Christian, and uh, you don't have that genuine experience of salvation, you are not yet a Christian. Such a one might be disappointed when eventually the archangel will sound the trump, just as it is said by Brabode during the after the Sunday school in the review, that the alarm will blow and everybody will gather right. at the assembly point. Right. The alarm will soon blow. Right. How bad, how terrible it will be when the alarm will blow, mm -hmm. the trump of the Lord will sound. Right. Then the saints of God, the bride of Christ, Amen. they will rise to the sky. Oh, yeah. May it not be your lot. Amen. May it not be your portion. Amen. That at that day, because whether you believe it or not, whether you believe it or not, that day will come. Right. It may linger. Because Jesus says he doesn't know the dates. God did not tell us the dates. But it will be one of these days. Yeah. It may be this morning. It may be the night. It may be this year. It may be in 10 years' time. We don't know. But it is certain that that day will come. May it not be your lot when that day will come that the alarm will blow. Assemble at the assembly point and you will not be of such. May that not be your portion. That place that we read in Hebrews chapter 2, it says, How shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation, right. how shall we escape? If we neglect so, so great salvation, you, can, you, you, just, you, you can't just neglect it. You don't dare to neglect it. No. You must make all efforts, every effort, to ensure that that genuine salvation, Amen. that you have it. Yeah. If you don't have it, you will know that you don't have it. Because the litmus test is that they that have it, they don't commit sin. So if you are still committing sin, that means you don't have it. You can't just dare to neglect to have that great salvation. So if you have not yet got it, we are praying that today, this blessed day, that we get that genuine Christian experience. Now, what Paul has penned down for this Hebrew church in Hebrews chapter 2, 
is uh, corroborating what Jesus was uh, telling Nicodemus in, Hebrew, in uh, St. John's chapter 3. Let's, let's turn to St. John's chapter 3. St. John's chapter 3. St. John chapter 3, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Take note. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born? Again, I put again there. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born again when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? One can wonder, how come that a great teacher, a member of the Sahindrin, among the Jews, he doesn't know about salvation. And he's a great teacher, he's a teacher of the people, yet he doesn't know about that. There are many today, they won't preach salvation. They preach the born-again experience, but they themselves, they don't have it. It's not possible for you to help somebody to get an experience that you don't have. But here, by the grace of God, our preachers, they are people that have that experience. Oh, yes. And it is by what they have that they are telling you right. that you should have. That is the salvation experience. Right. Now, Jesus answered him, verse 5, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Six, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Nine, verse nine, Nicodemus answered and said unto him, how can these things be? You too may be wondering, how can it be? Nicodemus was saying, will I enter into my mother's womb again and be reborn? It's not like that. You two may be wondering, this salvation that they are talking, how will it be? It's so simple. Yeah. Every time you hear about the process of getting saved here, and it's very, very simple. Sincerely, it's just a matter of confessing your sins, realizing, realizing yourself. Right. It says, faith commit by hearing. Hearing of the word of God. When you hear the word of God as you heard it in the Sunday school this morning, you hear the word of God as you are hearing it right now, then it imposes faith into your heart. Then you look by faith unto Jesus, hung on the cross for your salvation. You acknowledge yourself that I'm a sinner. Then you pray for the forgiveness of your sins. Jesus is merciful. He looks at your heart, not looking at your mouth. When he sees that you really meet the point, the joy of salvation will come in. Amen. It will just drop. Yeah. Like that. So simple. Is it not simple? 
It is simple, I am telling you. It is simple. Some, some do feel it is something big that until they bang, bang, bang the benches, until you roll, it shout, it is like that, without all that. Without all that. I remember the day I got saved, that place. That saved, that place, that place, that place. It was the women's side. I came for a retreat here. I came to the church in 1974, but I prayed to it in 1975. I came for a retreat. So that was a true brother, Um, Well, before that time, my heart has been yearning for the gospel, for the truth. I was wishing in my heart, how can I do that I will not be committing sin? That burden was so much on me. I didn't hear it preached in any place, but I just have a burden. How, what can, what can, how can I be doing without committing sin? I started fasting twice a week. I was in teacher's college then. I fast twice a week. Then, by 12 or before 12, before we go back to the classes, I go to the school chapel. It was a Christian school. To go and pray. Then I read the Bible that is there. Then I go to the hotel. I eat my food. I go to the class. That burden was a dear. The desire to serve God was there, but I didn't know the way out. So I started fasting twice a week. When I heard that they would do baptism, even though I knew that I'd been baptized when a baby. So I enlisted for baptism again. Because what they preach in their denomination there is that it is by baptism you become born again. So I enlisted for that, thinking that that is what will give me relief of my heart. So I was baptized. It was the highest bishop in the whole of that region that did the baptism service. The name I submitted was Samuel. So if you call me Samuel today, it was that day I gave myself Samuel. But then, after the baptismal service, even though I shared biscuit to my friends, this and that, I, I did not feel what I wanted. I still, I still felt empty. I still felt disappointed. Because what my heart was yearning for is how can I do without committing sin? Not that I was committing so much sin, but I know that I was a sinner. You need to know that you are what? You are a sinner. I knew myself that I was a sinner. But thank God that today I know that I am a saint of God. Amen. God can make you a saint of God today. Amen. So after that uh, baptismal service, and I started getting disappointed. I started getting frustrated and discouraged. It was at that moment that God did the miracle. God brought that brother. Many of you know him, he brought it to my school and he brought it to my own room. We shared the same bed together. I was sleeping up, he was sleeping down. So it was through him, even though at first I was stubborn, it was through him that I came for the retreat. And there at that altar, for the four days retreat, I prayed. Salvation did not come. Tomorrow everybody will pack and go home. Retreat is finishing today. So I've prayed, 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 maybe around 9 p.m. I then left. Most people have left for counting. Then I too, I went. Thank God that I met Sister Degoye and Sister Ajayi. Okay. I met me Ajayi's wife. I met them in front of the prayer room there. So this Adegoye knew me. He said, Come, you? Ah, Pele, have you? That is, have you been saved? In those days, that would be the first question they would throw to you. Have you been saved? I said, no. I said it so pathetically. He said, oh, you, can't, you can't be saved. The retreat is finished. It's finished already. Tomorrow, everybody go. He said, what are you doing now? I said, I want to go and eat. He said, no. The two of them encouraged me. He said, no, don't go. Everybody is already in the canteen. He said, go back to the tabernacle. Go and pray. 
They didn't follow me to the tabernacle. They just said, go back to reluctantly. I've already prayed, prayed, prayed. I didn't get it. So reluctantly, I did not want to disobey them. So I came, I entered from that place, the main entrance. I came down, down, down. Sister B and some sisters were helping some seekers there. So Sister B saw me coming. He ran as if God had sent him to me. Come, 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 come. So he took me there. That's why I prayed through at the lady's side, not at the main side. God bless you. So he just took me there. The salvation that I've been looking for, looking for since four days that the ritual started, within five minutes. Yeah. Why? Because the, the, the heart was ready for it. Yeah. So today, you too, you can get it too. You too, you can get it. Yeah. Salvation is easy to get. Yeah. And without salvation, you can't make the rapture. You can't be a bride of Christ. Is your heart desiring for salvation? That's genuine Christian experience. Genuine Christian experience. Yeah. Experiential salvation. Yeah. Experiential salvation. Amen. You can get it too. Oh, yes. Why not this morning? Why not this morning? Amen. Why not this morning? God is waiting for you. Yes. The, old, the, the lady's side is there. The male side is here. God is waiting for you at the altar. God is waiting for you at the altar. There shall be revival this morning. There shall be revival this morning. Revival of genuine Christian experiences. Experiential salvation. God wants you to be saved this morning. God wants you to be sanctified. God wants you to be baptized of the Holy Spirit. God is waiting for you at the altar. May God bless you.